welcome back to another episode of the Chillin' Vibe Deluxe Version Podcast. In this episode, I received a couple of requests from fans of this podcast. So I'm going to break down the song that was requested and the album that was requested. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to John and Cody for the recommendations. The recommendation that came from John is Rubber Soul by The Beatles, and he claims it is their best album. Needless to say, I have some high expectations about this album since he said that, but I would also like to explore it myself to give my opinions on it. The song that I got recommended by Cody is an instrumental track called Obsession by Jessa Falstein. I really hope I said that correctly because I don't want to butcher any artist's names, but I am intrigued to see what this song is all about. For this episode, I'm going to have one with music and one without music. The one with music is going to be exclusive for Spotify listeners, and the other one's going to be available on other platforms just for copyright purposes. With that being said, let's vibe and dive into this episode. I'm going to start off with the instrumental song that was recommended by Cody. I want to start off with this song and talk about instrumental songs in general because I believe that these types of songs and music in general are listened to a lot because they're the perfect thing to have on in the background while you're working, doing chores, or basically anything that doesn't involve paying full attention to. And I typically don't listen to music like this or instrumental songs often, but I do find beauty in this type of music. With that said, the title of the song is called Obsession. It's off the album Aleph, released in 2013. The album looks interesting and the artwork chosen for the album looks like a blank CD and mechanical designs that initially go unnoticed unless you're actually looking for it. This album cover fits the album perfectly because it's not too flashy and I like the subtleness to it. And it's simplistic telling us that this is a techno house mechanical type of album. And let's get into the track. Right when you play the song, you can immediately tell that this is going to be something that you find when going to a rave or just want to turn up or just want to have just get hyped. (laughs) With that said, I really liked how it stays steady for the majority of the song and I get a motivational type of vibe from the song as well. Like when I listen to the song, it makes me want to get shit done. I think this would be a good song to listen to when you're wanting to get shit done. Like if you need motivation to finish that last set while you're working out or you need an extra push to clean the backyard or pull weeds, I would say this song is perfect for that type of scenario, as well as having it on in the background to help you through that last hour or two from the workday. So all in all, I did enjoy this song and I will have to check out the rest of the album pretty soon. And I just want to give another shout out to Cody for the recommendation. And with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on into Rubber Soul by The Beatles. The album Rubber Soul by The Beatles was released in 1965, and this is the band's sixth studio album. When this album was released, it was at the top of the charts in Australia, the United Kingdom, United States, and West Germany, and it was at number 20 in Sweden. This album has an amazing number of certifications in the United States alone. It received a six-time platinum certification. Like, damn, that's freaking crazy. It also went double platinum in Argentina, Canada, and the United Kingdom. It also got the platinum nod in Australia and New Zealand. Lastly, it received gold in Australia and Germany. So this album has been widespread, like, like not even nationwide worldwide attention was made on this album which honestly i'm not really surprised it's the beatles they always 
go big or go home, basically. One thing that I'm going to add in my breakdowns now are I'm going to evaluate the album artwork. So in this one, we have all the band members posing in front of a forest with the album title on the top right hand side of the cover. The font used is like a groovy funk font that as far as I can tell anyways, but I realize that everyone except John Lennon is looking off to the left while John is staring right into the camera. It's an interesting cover, and I was wondering why they chose to do that. And I was looking it up, and I couldn't find anything regarding that. And I wanted to see if there's any type of conspiracy or any type of thing that would relate to that. But ultimately, I didn't find nothing. And I guess it was just how that picture was taken. But it looks kind of eerie, and it looks kind of like, I don't know, it just looks cool. But it's definitely a solid cover and it's definitely iconic for sure. So with that said, I'm really excited to listen to this album because this will be the second album that I heard from the Beatles. And I did really enjoy the other one, which was A Hard Day's Night. And last time I heard that one was when I was in high school about eight or nine years ago. So I did enjoy that one, but I haven't gone out of my way to listen to this band. But I do have a great amount of respect for this band just because they've done so much for music and they're just iconic. Like they have so much roots and so much history within the genre. And it's just like they did so much for everything. And a lot of artists really had that influence be the Beatles. And with that said, let's just go ahead and dive on into it. The first song on the album is called Drive My Car. I would say that this song was really good. And I like the overall vibe that they were going with. I really enjoyed the narrative that they're telling us in this song, talking about a girl that wants to become famous and would do anything to get there. Shout out to Kanye giving off Gold Digger vibes. In the first verse of the song, we are being told that this woman is wanting to become a famous actress and is willing to do anything to accomplish that goal. Again, Gold Digger. Then we have the chorus, and in the chorus we see that she's driving a car and making her dreams come true and falling in love along the way. Needless to say, this is a catchy chorus and it's probably going to be stuck in my head for a couple of days or weeks for that matter. Next, we dive into the second verse. In the second verse, the artist is telling us that he's rejecting that girl's advances and turning her down because he already has something steady in his life and he doesn't want to risk it or he doesn't want to risk the biscuit, if you know what I mean. And even though he's working for very little, he doesn't really want to throw that away for this quote-unquote chance. Then we have the chorus again, and then a little line that's going to be stuck in my head when they go beep, 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 yeah. After that, we get a guitar solo, and it's always refreshing to hear that in a song because nowadays you don't really get live instruments or anything like that in a song, and I really enjoyed that. After we hear the chorus again, we have the third and final verse. In this verse, we see the artist come around to follow the woman and quit his job, basically take the risk. But then when he does that, she confesses to him that she doesn't even have a car and her job was for him to be a chauffeur. So basically, she's just like, yeah, so you know how you just quit your job? I don't really have a job lined up for you. That's cold-blooded. Like, I don't know why she did that, but a bitch. <laughs> After that roller coaster of a verse, we have the chorus for the final time and then the outro with all the beeps. All in all, I did really enjoy this song, and as far as the introduction tracks go, this was another good one. And I liked the tone that it gave off, and I really liked the story being told in this song. I could kind of see it as a movie trailer, getting a glimpse to see what the album is going to be. With that being said, it did grab my attention and it did what intro tracks are supposed to do, make you curious and eager to move on, see what's in the next portion of the album. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on to the next one. The second song on this album is called Norwegian Wood. This bird has flown. 
After listening to the song, my first thoughts on it was that this was different, but not in a bad way. I really liked the overall flow and rhythm of this song, and it gave off a relaxing, subtle type of vibe to it. In the first verse of the song, we see him romancing a woman, and the two of them are alone in the house. And when he says that line, Norwegian would, it kind of comes off as he's getting excited or expecting to have sex or get lucky that night. Then we had the bridge, and we had them sing a couple lines, and when I heard this part, I got the feeling that they're saying that there wasn't a chair to sit on, and there was only a bed, furthering the narrative that he's expecting to get lucky. In the second verse, he continues to tell us what goes on that night, and they're hanging out, he's hanging out with this girl, they're talking, they're chatting it up, she's drinking wine, and I feel like he's just biding his time for her to get to, get to the point where they are going to have some action, but next thing you know it's two in the morning and she says it's time for bed and when she says it's time for bed she implies that it's just going to be her in the bed so she goes to bed without him and after all that time that was spent he basically got blue balled after this verse we have another bridge and in the bridge we're basically getting told that she led him on and instead of getting lucky he ends up sleeping in the bathtub damn that's cold Leading this man on and not even having any furniture or couch for him to sleep on? Man, no thanks. <laughs> Thankfully, that's never happened to me, but I feel for you, my guy. After that woman leading him on, we have the final verse of the song. In this verse, we are told that he woke up and realized that the woman had left for the day, and then he proceeded to light the house on fire. As it turns out, Norwegian wood is great for burning. This song is sneaky in its message because... The song has this calming, relaxing sound to it, but then you listen to the lyrics and it's about a guy just trying to get some booty, then getting led on and turned down, having to sleep in the bathtub, and then getting his revenge, quote unquote, for not getting said booty <laughs> by setting the whole house on fire. For a second, I was like, what did I just listen to? What did he just say? Well, to the realization that you should just give John the booty, otherwise, you're gonna have you're not gonna have a place to live anymore anyways i did enjoy the song it was something that kind of surprised me and really took me on a ride and it still does follow the narrative about relationships i mean the last song was about paul forced to quit his job and leave everything for a girl that was clearly using him and in this one we have john burning down a house because he got blue balled with that being said let's jump on to the next song the next song is called you won't see me after listening to the song, my first impression was that this is one of those songs of moving on, like having someone going through a breakup and reminiscing on the relationship after it's over. The reason why I got that vibe was because of the melody and the tone of this song. It kind of has a hint of depression, and it wasn't as up-tempo as the previous songs, and it had some undertones of sadness within his voice. With that said, let's get into the breakdown of the song. In the first verse, we are being told that he's trying to call his girl and not getting through while he's being frustrated that she isn't answering his calls he thinks that she's just being childish and immature also we have him saying that he thinks that the relationship is over and he doesn't know how he's going to cope with that then we get into the chorus where he is saying that if she doesn't make the effort to see him then he's going to be gone for good after that, we have the second verse. In this verse, we have him saying that he doesn't know why she is dodging him. And since he can't get through to talking to her, she's leaving him no choice but to turn his back on the relationship because she isn't giving him the time of day. Then we have the chorus again telling us that he's about to be gone for good. 
Then we have the bridge. In the bridge, we are being told that he's being shafted and, and she's still ignoring him. And he's playing it off like he just wants to know it, that she's okay and will drop everything just to speak to her again. Then we go into the third verse. In this verse, we're getting an insight to reality of the situation at hand. We're being told that they did break up and he is taking it really hard. And even though they broke up recently, it, it's feeling like an eternity for him. And he's struggling to cope with this breakup. After that, we get the chorus, then we get the second bridge, and then we get the third verse again to finish the song. To really drive the point that he's really struggling with this new breakup and finding it extremely difficult to even think about moving on. I did like this song, and I like how sad and depressing it was. It really captured the essence it was going for. And I'm starting to think that this is the album showing us how evil and manipulative women are, just based off of the first three songs. But I am really enjoying this album so far, and I can see why the Beatles have this amazing legacy because their music doesn't feel dated. It doesn't feel out of touch. And I can see where many artists and musicians got their inspiration by listening to them. This was a song that I enjoyed because I feel like I gravitate more to music that is on the depressing side. And I feel that way because I can actually feel the emotions in those songs. And it really makes the song have more layers and more depth to have this deeper meaning. With all that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the next track. The next song is called Nowhere Man. This is a song that is about a man going nowhere. And I know what you're thinking. No shit, that's the name of the song. I get that. But what I'm saying is that this is a song that shows a person who is just trying to find their identity and who they really are. I got the feeling that they are searching for who they truly are and what they really want out of life. And when they're trying to figure out those things that usually matter to them certainly don't anymore. And that just comes with growth as a person. Or doing things that he enjoyed in the past just doesn't feel the same way now. Another thing that I got from the song is that it's okay to go through that phase in your life and you shouldn't rush into any change or growth and you just got to let that come naturally because if you force it, then you'll regret the change because it wasn't at its full potential and only time will be the deciding factor when you'll actually know when you found yourself and what you want out of life. Another point of view that I have on this song is in relation to the previous one. I can see that he's going through a midlife crisis of some sort since in the last song, we were told that breakup was extremely hard on him and he didn't know how he was going to move on. And I think this is a song where we see the aftermath and how he's still struggling to move on and ends up becoming a man with no identity or nothing to live for in the moment. This was another good song, and I really like how you can see the correlation between this one and the one prior to it, extending that narrative and extending that story, making the story progress, and I'm curious to see what happens in the next song, if we're going to get the same thing or if we're just going to get a completely different story. So let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song is called Think For Yourself. In this song, we start off with the first verse. In the first verse, we can see... There's a relationship going on and the guy is getting frustrated with the girl because he doesn't like what she's doing and trying to make us think that relationship is all rainbows and sunshine when that's not the case. Then we jump into the chorus. In the chorus, we see that he is at the point where he doesn't want to be in this relationship anymore by telling her that she's basically on her own and he isn't going to be there for her any longer. Next, we have the second verse. In this verse, we can see that he has mentally checked out of this relationship. And she's still not seeing the reality of the situation. Since she isn't seeing what's going on and refusing to face reality, it's ultimately going to end up causing more pain and heartache in the end. After this verse, we get the chorus again, and then we go into the third verse. 
We can see him providing the girl with some advice, telling her that she needs to start thinking for herself and that it isn't too late for her to right her wrongs. And if she does that, then she'll lead a very happy life and her future will be bright. Then we go into the chorus again and finish the song with the outro, having him say that he isn't going to be there and she needs to think for herself. All in all, this was a good song and this really doesn't tie in with the previous songs to follow up Nowhere Man. But it did have the first narrative that I first saw where each song is talking about a relationship that was previously had, whether it was with a partner or an internal relationship. With that said, this album's great and I'm really enjoying it. And we have nine more songs left to go on this album. And I'm really intrigued and excited to see where this takes us. So let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song on the album is called The Word. I like the overall vibe to this song. It made me feel happy. Well, I guess almost every song by them can give you that feeling, but I did enjoy the tone and the happy vibes in this song. In the first verse, they are telling us that to be free and to be like them, all you need is love. In the bridge, we are being told that they don't understand or didn't understand love, and it now clicked, and everything is now good. In the second verse, they are telling us to spread love, and you'll feel even better than just keeping it to yourself. Then we have the second bridge, and in this bridge, we are being told that even in good or bad books or stories, the thing that is always constant is love. After that, we get the third verse, which is the same thing that was said in the first one. Then we move on to the third bridge, and we are being told that when you feel loved, it's a powerful feeling, and he wants to show everyone how he is feeling and how powerful it is. Right after, we get into the fourth verse. In this verse, we are being told to give love a chance because it's the normality to either be loved or to fall in love. And everything is going to be better with love. And you'll have a positive perspective when you have love in your life. This song made me realize how powerful love can be. And spreading love and cheer with others can be effective to help others be happier and lead happier lives. Also, this song gave me a thought that if everyone was kind and courteous to others and treated everyone with respect, then there wouldn't be as much hate and sorrow in this world. And that takes me back to the lesson we all learned in elementary school, where you have to treat people the way you would want to be treated. And I feel like that isn't how people operate nowadays. I feel like there's a lot of hate in this world, and I feel like compromising in little ways to try to understand people will ultimately reduce the hatred, and we could all move on and be happier. I know with the political climate and everything around here, like there's just a lot of hate and animosity in this world and i feel like if you actually like listen to other people and get their perspective on things then you could actually reason with them or you could actually like have a conversation and feel what they're feeling and they could feel what you're feeling and the first step is just to try to understand one another instead of just judging a book by its cover anyways even though i went on tangent this song made me come to that realization and we just all need to be treated better and treat others with respect and just be nicer for one another just be better humans in general i really enjoyed this song especially since it made me think a lot about the world we live in and i'm gonna throw in the towel trying to find a narrative for this album because i am really struggling to find one even though i'm not seeing a narrative or a linear story being told in each and every one of these songs this album is telling its own story its special way so basically what I'm getting out of this album so far is that it's a novel that includes a multitude of short stories or like a like a storybook basically. And honestly it's really refreshing and it's pretty dope that they chose to do that. With that said, let's go ahead and hop into the next song. The next song on the album is called Michelle. 
in this song, I get the feeling that this is going to be a love song to a girl named Michelle. I don't know. I'm just taking a wild guess at it. But we start off the song with the chorus. And in the chorus, we notice that there's another language in it. And it happens to be French. And the translation is our words that go very well together, very well together. So in this verse, we're basically seeing that he's telling Michelle that her name and beauty are words that go really well together. Then we dive into the first verse. In this verse, we see that he is declaring his love for Michelle. And he's trying to speak French to her because I think that there's some type of language barrier. And he's trying to communicate to her how he's feeling about her. Then we have the chorus again. Then we get into the second verse. And in the second verse, we see a hint of, a, of that communication barrier that I previously stated. And he's trying to make her understand that he loves her. Then we have a guitar solo, which is always dope whenever a song has a guitar solo because it gives the track a little breather. But then after that, we go into the third verse in the song. In this verse, we are seeing more of the language barrier, and he's trying to make it clear that he really wants her. And until he fluently communicate with her to let her know or how he's feeling about her, the only thing that he knows how to say in French and communicate to her is words that go very well together, very well together. He doesn't know how to construct any other sentences or anything like that in French. Then we go into the outro, which he's hoping that Michelle will just understand the way he feels about her and just trying to do everything he can just to make her see that. So this was another good song. And honestly, this album so far has lived up to the expectations. And now that I'm seeing this album as a series of short stories, it makes me enjoy it more because I'm not trying to find a narrative or trying to find something or this goes with that, that goes with this. So when it's like a series of short stories and each song has its own narrative and it tells a whole story within that song, it puts less stress on me to try to figure out what the overall narrative of the album is. And what I took away from this song is that a guy is falling in love with a woman and they're from two different cultures or lead two different lives. And so there's this language barrier. And he's trying so hard to make her see the way he feels about her. Granted, we only see one, one point of view or we only see his point of view. But it really seems like he's really trying to get through to her. And I really enjoyed this song and the story behind it. So with that being said, we're officially hit the halfway mark. And I'm excited to see what's in store for the rest of this album. The next song in the album is called What Goes On. What I found interesting about this song right away when I was doing my research on it, I realized and I found that this was the first song that Ringo ever got writing credits for. I thought that was worth a mention, but let's go ahead and get into the song. In the song, we start off with the chorus. In the chorus, we're being asked what goes on in a woman's mind. And trust me, fellas, I wish I knew too. Then we get into the first verse. In the first verse, he's telling us that he saw his crush walking on the side of the road with another guy. And that all but ended the thoughts of him being with her. Also, he tells us that it's easy for girls to lie, and we would like the simple reason as to why they do that. After that, we get a repeat of the chorus. Then we have the second verse. In the second verse, we are seeing that he has made plans with this girl to hang out, and then eventually he ends up getting stood up. Again, he's wondering why it's so easy for them to lie and leading him on like that. Then we get an instrumental break, which was well done, by the way. Afterwards, we get into the third verse. In this verse, we're being told that she was just the same as every other girl and treated him like shit or as if he wasn't even a human. Then he's left wondering if she intentionally broke his heart and watched him suffer or if it was just an accident, which I don't think it was an accident, but oh well. Then we end the song with the chorus repeating. Again, this was another good song. And in this particular short story, we get the perspective of a guy in a relationship with a girl. 
And she ends up cheating on him, setting him up, treating him like shit, and then proceeds to break his heart. Like, damn, girl, you have zero chill. You're just going to do my boy like that? That's fucked up. But also, I would like to know what type of girls the Beatles are chasing after because it seems like to me they like women that are a little bit on the crazy side and just a little toxic. I'm not going to name any names, but you know who you are listening to this podcast. I'm not, again, I'm not one to judge. I'm just making an observation. That's all. I like the overall storytelling and the vibe that this song gave off. I'm really enjoying this album, and it's refreshing to be able to hear a full story within one song, then jump into a different story in the next one. And I'm really digging the artistic style and the artistic choice that they made doing that with this album. With that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song on the album is called Girl. This song was a chill and relaxing song. And the way that John Lennon delivers his lines in this song gives gives the song death and has a malness within the song. In this song, we can see that it's about another relationship and more specifically about a guy getting his dream girl. In the beginning of this song, we can start off the relationship when they got together and how thrilled he was that he was with the girl of his dreams. But in the middle of the song, we can see that there is turmoil in, within the relationship and he's realizing that he doesn't really want to be with her. But... He still finds it hard to leave her and is believing that she'll continue to do anything for him even though he doesn't feel the same way about her. And then toward the end of the song, we can see that the issue was with how she saw things, how you have to physically break your back working in order to earn a day off. So within this song, I believe the overall message is that no matter how perfect someone may be for you, it isn't healthy to put them on a pedestal because it's not fair to them or to you because no one would ever live up to those types of expectations. Also, I believe that in every relationship, it has to be 50-50, nothing more, nothing less. And those relationships, in my opinion, are the healthiest relationships. And those are the ones that last forever. With that being said, let's jump into the next song on the album. The next song is called I'm Looking Through You. In this song, I get the vibe that they're moving on and ready to turn over a new leaf. And I really enjoyed the live instruments in the background and not just having it be a synthesized beat or just something you could do over the computer. In the first verse, we're being told that the relationship has ended, and he doesn't see her in the same light that he once did. Even though she doesn't look different, the way he sees her is completely different and doesn't have those feelings he once had, hence looking through her. In the second verse, he doubles down on the fact that he isn't about her as he once was, and even though her voice is soothing, it is not anymore, because of the nature of their relationship drove him to feel this way. Then we have the bridge of this song, and we are seeing that he wasn't being treated the way he felt like he should, and that what was ultimately ended the relationship and causing him to lose the love he once felt for her. In the third verse, we have him telling us that she is still thinking of him and always put herself above him, and he's not putting up with her anymore, causing him to look right through her telling us that he's better off without her and she's nothing without him. Then we have the bridge again. Following the bridge, we go into the fourth verse, repeating what was said in the third verse, reiterating the point that was made that he's better off without her. Then we end the song with the outro. In the outro, he tells her that she has changed and that was the reason why he fell out of love with her, thus ending the relationship. This song was showing one of many reasons as to why a relationship would end up failing. With that being said, people are constantly going to change and no one is the same person that they were five years ago. Our interests change, the way we go about our days change, your tastes and your preferences change. And in this song, we can see that within the relationship, the girl changed and it wasn't for the better in his eyes. But what I see is that she changed and he changed as well. And sometimes people grow together and unfortunately in this situation, they grew apart, causing that relationship to end. But in the end, it's always for the better due to someone else being more compatible with him. 
and end up being happier than he would have ever thought of. This song opened my eyes a bit because this showed the different side to the relationship that me and my wife have. It made me come to the realization that I'm really lucky to have the relationship that I do with my wife. And in our situation, we had our fair share of drama and everything, but at the end of the day, we grew and got past it. And we ended up changing and growing together. And as, and as we evolved individually, we also evolved our relationship, finding that we enjoy the same things and doing those things together. And when we do find a hobby or something that we like, but one of us doesn't, we end up supporting the other one and go from there. Like right now, I'm really into doing this podcast and it's more of a, a me thing, but my wife supports it 110% and gives me the motivation I need to stay active with it. Also, since I started this podcast, her interest in podcasting grew and is constantly helping me with things I could talk about or how to phrase things and just being my partner in crime in this podcast. And I do the same thing with her. Like my wife just recently got into fish and fish tanks, which I think adds vibes to our house. And overall, it's not that hard to upkeep. But even though that is something that uh, her thing, I really give her my support. And it's really cool just seeing all the research that we both do and we do it kind of on our own but we still try to find ways to get each other incorporated in what we're doing. And I just think that I'm really lucky to have something like that and have that relationship with her and really just grow together rather than growing apart. And this song kind of made me realize that I am really lucky to have that relationship and I'm really lucky to have her in my life. So that's what, that's what this song kind of brought out of me. Sorry for going on a whole tangent. And I just want to end this rant by <laughs> giving a shout out to my wife and letting her know that she's just an amazing person, an amazing partner, and an amazing mother. I love you. And with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song is called My Life. This song, according to Spotify, is the most streamed song on this album. This song has over 199 billion streams. Needless to say, a really popular song, and I can see why that is. Also, this song was ranked 23rd on the Rolling Stones' 500 Greatest songs of all time list and fifth on the beatles 100 greatest songs this song has a great vibe to it and makes me feel relaxed i love the piano in this song and the vocals are in perfect harmony with the beat overall it was a fantastic song and i'll dive into the breakdown in the first verse of the song we get this sense of nostalgia having them talk about places they had seen in the past and seeing some stay the same as they remember or changing into something completely different. And he is reminiscing on those memories that coincide with those places. Then we get into the first chorus. In the chorus, we are being told about the memories of those places from the first verse. And we can see that they contain memories of past lovers and friends. Also, they are letting us know that some are dead and some are alive, but they will always have love for them. Then we get into the second verse. In this verse, we can see that regardless of the feelings they have for their past friends and lovers, doesn't amount to the feelings that he has for his new lover. And the other half of this verse, we are seeing that he's trying not to let those feelings of the past influence how he's feeling in the present. After that verse, we have a second chorus. In the second chorus, we are being told that he will never forget those peoples and memories he had in the past. Instead, he's going to use it as a source to make his love for the people in his life now stronger and deeper. Then we have a piano solo, which was amazing. And then we get into the second chorus again, really driving home the point that he is using those feelings from the past to his advantage, making his love deeper and stronger than ever, ending the song with the line, In my life, I love you more. This song was really well done. And I was able to feel the heaviness of the nostalgia in the song and how powerful those feelings can be. It really makes me think back to the friends I had in high school and thinking that all those people are going to be my friends forever. 
but realistically i probably only talked to a handful of them now and in a way this song made me realize that even though those people may not be present in my life but those memories that i had with them will always be with me and make me cherish the relationships that i have now whether it is with family or friends that i have now i make sure that i'm putting forth the energy and attention i need to to keep that bond and not sever it you know this was a good song when it makes me reevaluate my relationships and start thinking about shit like that but all in all this was a great song and i really can't say enough good things about it with that being said let's move on to the next song the next song is called wait i really like the vibe this song was going for and i love the instruments in the song as well and it's another catchy song that will be stuck in my head for a while, but with that said, let's jump into the song. In this song, we start with the first verse. In this verse, we can see that it has been a long time since he has been back home and how lonely he has felt while he was away from his girl. Then we get the chorus. In the chorus, they are telling their girl to wait for him, and when he gets there, all the sad feelings will go away. Then we go into the second verse. In the second verse, he tells his girl that if her heart breaks, then don't wait for him and turn him away. I think he says this because he doesn't want to lead her on in any way, and then he goes on to say that if she is strong, then hold on to those feelings and he'll be right there by her side. Then we get the chorus again, after we get the bridge. In the bridge, we have him telling her that he has been faithful to her while he was away, and if she trusts him, then he will trust her knowing that she has been waiting for him. Then we get the third verse. In this verse, we see he is coming home and he is excited to see her since he's been away for a long time and has been lonely. After that, we get the chorus again, and the bridge again. Then we have the fourth verse. In this verse, he's saying what he did in the second verse, telling her to leave if he broke her heart or stay if she really wants to be with him. Then we get the chorus and the final verse telling us that he's on his way home and is really excited to see her. Again, I did like this song, and I like the story told in this song. This song was about a man being on the road and being really eager to get back to his girl. And I like to think that both of them have been faithful to one another, and it gave me a good feeling knowing how excited he is to get back home to his girl because that's how I feel after I get off of work when I can spend time hanging out with my wife and my son. So this was a good song and following in my life, it really held its own. And I'm really excited to see what the next two songs on this album are going to be. You know, I'm going to take a wild guess and I think these songs are going to be about relationships. Huh. Let's see if I'm right about that and let's go ahead and move on to the next song. The next song is called If I Needed Someone. So we have another song about a relationship. Surprise, surprise. But this was catchy and it was a chill song and I vibe with it. In the first verse of the song, we can tell that he's falling for a girl, but it seems like something is holding him back. In the second verse of the song, we can see him telling his girl that he would gladly spend all of his time with her if he could. Then we have the bridge. In the bridge, we can tell that he wants to be with her, but the thing holding him back was that he's already in a relationship with someone else. Then we have the third verse. In this verse, he tells her to give him his number, and he'll probably call her, you know, if he needed someone. Then we have a repeat of the second verse, then the bridge, and finishing the song with the third verse again. So what I took away from this song was that he was already in a relationship with somebody, and he wanted to be with somebody else. Throughout the song, he kept saying if I needed someone, and that sounds to me like he already has someone, but is wanting this other girl. I think that's scandalous behavior, honestly. But, I mean, he is a Beatle, so at the time, he was probably able to get with anyone he wanted, but it's still messed up in the sense for falling for someone else when you're already in a committed relationship. But that being said, it was a good song, and the overall story, I don't really 
like just because I don't like cheating or anything like that. But that's besides the point. With that being said, it was a good song, and I'm excited to see the conclusion of this series of short stories that is this album. So let's go ahead and get into the finale. The final song of this album is called Run For Your Life. This song was surprisingly dark, and I feel like it's coming from the perspective of an abusive or jealous type of guy. Put that thought aside, and we have a great song. Even though it's dark in nature, but the beat and the way the song is gives off a happy vibe, when in reality, it's dark as fuck. This man is basically saying that if this girl gets with a different guy or another guy, he's gonna kill her. And that's the definition of toxic. I thought the Beatles were supposed to be this wholesome, innocent type of like boy band type of thing. And obviously, well, in this song, they're not. <laughs> I'm just in shock that this was sung by them. And honestly, I thought it was one of the better songs on this album. It gave us a story of a, on a toxic relationship and it gave the narrative that sadly happens in real life. But I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I will say this. It gave the album a little edginess that I didn't see coming. I mean, I was expecting a fastball right down the middle about to send it all the way down left field line to get the home run. But then I end up getting thrown a curveball in the lower left-hand corner and end up striking out. Like, damn, it was well done in that sense. But still, I was just like, whoa, I was not expecting this. Well, we made it to the end, and I would definitely listen to more of the Beatles and add it to my everyday music. I really enjoyed this album. And I want to give a thank you to John again for the recommendation. And as far as rating this album, I would give it a 5 out of 5. This is the first perfect score that I have given an album. And this is going to be the reasoning why I gave it to him. So the reason why they got a perfect score 5 out of 5 is, one, the album artwork is iconic. The way each song was told in its own story was unique. And it was really refreshing hearing something like that not following a linear path or having every song follow a specific narrative. Lastly, I gave it a perfect score because the live instruments and the vocals on each song was extremely well done. And I felt the passion of overall work that went into each and every song. With that said, I would love to hear what you guys thought about it. And if anyone would like me to explore any song or album in future episodes, just reach out to me on my Anchor homepage or the link to my website will be in the description below. I really enjoyed making this episode and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as well. With that being said, that concludes another episode. And whatever you guys are listening to, turn that shit all the way up to vibe with it, but not too loud because, you know, we still want to chill.